Welcome back, y'all. A quarter of a hundred episodes. We're on episode... I said that weird. 25. We've made it. We're a quarter of the way to a hundred. Let's go. Halfway to 50. This is crazy. Did not expect to make it this far with this podcast so i am mad thankful and mad grateful for being able to harbor this experience for this long so yeah thank you again for the overall support the support for last episode that was really fun and a really long one so i hope you enjoyed last week's episode and if you are new welcome i hope you enjoy and i hope you all are doing well i hope you all are doing Splendid. So, yeah. Let's get into it. Alright. You know the use. Um, overall, I could still say that I am in a good place regarding where I am in life. And how I'm feeling and what I am trying to do at the moment. Um, yeah, it's not too bad. Um, school just started up. Um, I think for a lot of people, school is up and running now, sadly. Or if you're excited for that, me not so much. Um, it's my last semester here at my university and that's not the the non-exciting part it's just these classes be mad difficult man and there's a lot of exposure this last this first week of already falling behind or feeling behind and you know slacking off and not being able to put in as much time or succeed as well as other people from previous semesters in prereq classes you know that showing when it comes to stuff that we're doing in the classes now um so it was very disheartening and um depressing and shocking but i just hope that it gets better and that i don't have um, or I have less of, because those moments will never leave. I'm always going to be having these questions or not knowing what to do or say. Um, but as long as I put more time and effort into um, what I want, what I, the priorities, the right priorities, um, you know, things can be completed and improved upon. So, hopefully, this is one of these cases, you feel? So, yeah. Um, again, school just started, so already over it. <laughs> um, my mental state has been still alright, but a little, I guess, it's been a little impacted affected from events of recent so it's been a little diminished um one being because of school and i've been trying my best to keep up with these routines of consistency and sometimes that involves lack of sleep and it's on me though because i time management i could be putting more time in other things and making sure that you know, I get the things that I want to get done first rather than slacking off. So, again, it's on me. And it's often a complaint <laughs> or 
a rant on this podcast. Um, yeah, and then just dealing with people and disrespect or interpretations of disrespect. Because, you know, not everyone means disrespect, but, you know, how it's worded, how it's said, how it's perceived can be, um, you know, viewed as disrespect. And that was a moment for me. I had a I had a moment like that. A friend said something to me, and I took it as disrespect. And even the whole time I was trying to, I I just noticed that now I was like gaslighting myself. I was like, yeah, they didn't mean it like that. They did for sure didn't mean it like that. I don't like, no, they meant it in a good way. I just like took it up the ass and I'm overreacting. But there's also that part of me that was like, you know, I gotta feel, I gotta feel. And I want to, inv- I don't want to, I don't want to invalidate my feelings. So if I see it as that, you know, I'm going to see it as that and take the time I need to, you know, calm down, move forward from it. And I've definitely calmed down, but what is it? A huge thing for me this year is to lower my tolerance for disrespect. So I think that was, those are one of those moments there where I was just like, you know, the fuck does this mean, you know, like, what are you trying to say, type shit, and, and I responded rather than reacted, and my response was a lighter response than what I wanted to truly say, and then through my actions, that was my response, just moving away from um, that environment and trying to focus up on moving forward and not being annoyed by what was said. And I'll get into it later, but a lot of my thought process when trying to calm down and trying to not let it live in my head rent-free was just a lot about distancing and just setting that wall, that boundary, because um, those moments of maybe me misinterpreting, that happens, I'd be doing that. Those moments of disrespect, those moments where I am... Not calm, cool, and collected. Those are the rarities. And again, it happened a good amount last year. Don't want to make it happen this year. So my thought process is like, why should I be in that environment if that happens, you know? Um, But again, that could be me jumping the gun. And... That was my main thought process the day or like within the hour that it happened, but it's been a couple of days since it happened and I'm still just like having that mindset. So it's just like, hmm, should I follow through with that? More time to focus on myself, more time to get shit done and have more peace have more organization, more time to do other things that may help with my self-love, improvement, growth, acknowledgement of oneself type beat, you feel? So, yeah, um... It was very, it's a good reality check to have those moments, those moments of reaching, or not reaching, or feeling certain emotions that you don't, you know, feel as often, because, you know, it's like, okay, it's there, that can happen, and it's a good marker to see, like, where, um, we stand with those emotions, you know, and I feel like it's lingering because, again, 
anger, heavier, darker um, emotions, you know, rarely come out for me because I don't see the point. But that one instant, I was just like, hmm, the fuck? But I think it also depends on who says it to. Because if it's like some rando, I just brush it off. But if it's someone like I'm really close to and this, you know, disrespect, then it's just like, it either goes one or two ways. Like, I can also let it slide because it's all love. Or I can press them because it's all love. You know, like. <laughs> and. But that's the thing about society, too. Because I'm ranting. But, like. A lot of people see direct, um, the direct approach as very aggressive, when hindsight it's not, you know, because people aren't just, aren't used to it, you know, um, I can just tell people that I want this, this, and that, and people can see it as aggressive, but a lot of people are used to bad communication, which is, uh, I've had to deal with that a lot, too, uh, like, I get it, like, in love life, like, people be bad at communication and, like, not show interest or to turn someone off. Valid. Like, so, because, you know, sometimes a boy be daydreaming and be making up the scenarios and stuff, you know? So, that's valid. But it's, like, simple friendship type of stuff and simple communication and people are bad at that. Man, and, and we get used to it as a society because, you know, people make these excuses, valid or not, you know? Like, they just say, like, mentally, emotionally drained, socially drained, and um, going through this, going through that, and, you know, all that could be prevented if you say that you're going through that, you know? Like, hey, can't really, don't really, you know? Because I'd be telling people that, too, in person, like, when they go to me for shit, sometimes I'll be like, I am doing this right now, and I'll do this later. Or I can maybe drop right now and do it late now. Or if they come to me for shit, I'll be like, yeah, I'm not in the right mind space to do this right now. So um, maybe later. <laughs> like, And then they understand. Like, Man. Because, yeah, that's kind of like where my mental state is at at times. Definitely after I felt disrespected, I was like that. They were like, let's hang, let's hang out. And I'm like, nope, not in the right mind space. Might do something impulsive, you know. <laughs> so I was like, I literally just, I, I can appreciate that. Like putting myself first in that aspect. Like a party can comes and goes. But these emotions, you got to feel them out, you know. And make sure that they don't linger. And they still are lingering a little bit, but it's more so just my thought process that is staying, which is probably also um, keeping the lingering emotions. It's probably like if I were to fall through with it, then those emotions can finally start to move forward, you know? But we'll see, we'll see. So... I kind of I find that falls in with how I'm feeling emotionally too, you know, like um, an emotional point of view, like feeling more emotions, feeling different types of emotions that I don't be feeling as often, and it's very interesting and eye-opening, and but that's been a factor. A factor of lately feeling the different emotions the darker and heavier emotions because there has been these feelings of like revenge and hate and yeah revenge and hate and other words that despair wrath and stuff like that um about people, situations, and stuff like that, so, 
uh, it's all connecting now that I put it all together. Having those feelings and dealing with those emotions from prior days, prior weeks before. It's connected. It's definitely connected because of just past experiences emotionally. And that's what I was able to come up on my own through just like figuring out because I know myself pretty well at this point. Um, I could always improve upon that, of course. But basically, some darker and heavier emotions came from some people from me past, me recent past. And that disrespect that I was talking about earlier in the episode was due to said person, a different person, having a similar response to how a prior person would disrespect me, you know? Like, that's, I guess to break it down is that, um, being manipulated and disrespected by someone before, and they would talk to me in a certain way, and recently, a close friend of mine talked to me in that similar way. Again, even if they didn't mean it like that. But I interpreted it as that. And I feel like that was like a trauma response, you know? I was like, eh, no, I'm not dealing with this type of shit again. The fuck do you, like, I'm gonna fight back. <laughs> fight back, you know? Like... I will respond rather than sit this one out. Because that's what happened in a lot of 2022. There's a lot of disrespect, and I just faced it with a smile, and I moved forward. Um, never, like, again, I, I've been talking about having that revenge mindset, but I know that's never the option. Revenge is the Lord's, but luckily I'm with the Lord. <laughs> That's, my roommate quoted that. That was pretty. That was a fire quote. Um, I'll probably have him on here one of these episodes. <laughs> um, but yeah, just usually when people are disrespectful or using me or you know all those negative bad juju vibes and throwing it on me I usually sit and take it with a smile try to be calm collected and yeah just mainly no response and they just keep they walk over me um, basically yeah um, now still calm cool and collected It, it was a little faulty that night. Like, it was a moment of weakness. But I was able to step aside and to keep that calm, cool, and collected mindset. Um, and kind of respond. Re again, not react, but respond. Even though it's very similar, because I did respond, but not in the way that I wanted to, because it's very long term. It sucks to have that long term thought process when it comes to certain things, because you know sometimes you can just say fuck it and just do whatever you want, but sometimes you gotta think ahead. <laughs> sometimes um because if you don't and you do something reckless or impulsive which i wanted to do not okay not that i wanted to do but if i did not separate myself there was a higher chance of something more being said you know me asking questions 
me saying this or that, me doing this or that, and, you know, I gave myself the ample opportunity to clear my head and to move forward, so, yeah. Yeah, so, I don't know, I, again, this year, less toleration, tolerance, toleration, <laughs> tolerance for disrespect, and, you know, sticking up for myself more. I'm gonna do it my way, you feel? My way. And, yeah, that's, it's been a weird first week of school, a weird first week overall. A lot of ups and downs, but very grateful to have experienced these times because a lot of lessons, a lot of life, a lot of hidden messages, a lot of realism to it, a lot of realizations. So mentally and emotionally, even though it be up and down, you know, I can very much so appreciate it because I'm in a better place than I've been before. And then, and I've been very consistent with a lot of stuff, like with the gym, so physically I'm in a better spot. I'm trying to fix my back, though. I have lumbar lordosis, 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 lumbar lordosis. There, <laughs> I kept saying lordosis in an accent. Um, yeah, so there's these stretches and these exercises that I'm trying to do, trying to start walking with like my because lordo lordosis <laughs> is basically a pelvic tilt either anterior or interior so um with my lord lordosis <laughs> um my back is more arched than usual and i'm kind of like bent forward while like my tailbone is like sticking out so I'm trying to push like my hip flexor forward and kind of clench my core a little bit so I can and try to walk around while doing that so I can you know relearn <laughs> basically my body structure if that's the way to say it just just to realign myself um that's not gonna happen in a day though i wish it could uh i would get a lot more shit done if a lot of shit could be done in or completed in a day or so but that's not life it's basically gonna take three to six months it said i've had this i think since high school so probably even longer than that since my back's been used to this for over five, six years now. So it might be a year plus long process. If, again, if I stay consistent with my stretching, my workouts, my posture checks. Because <laughs> it has that has caused like some body dysmorphia in my eyes about like my stomach area because with because with the mm, my stomach area basically regarding the lordosis it kind of pushes out my stomach more and it makes me like have this gut this big tummy tummy um and i've been working out my core my yeah trying to get like the six pack and stuff and i realized like when i you know um flex the the hip flexor or push the hip flexor out like up out and I am 
kind of pushing my lower back back and like clenching my core a little bit literally the six pack is there it's just because my back is very much arched a lot of like the fat the muscle fat is like pushed out as well covering the six pack if that makes sense so I I think I'm I'm gonna get it checked out as well with like a a school nurse just just to gain some confirmation on what I can do because I've just been looking online self diagnosing it's pretty you know it's accurate because that's what it is but we'll see because I also read up that it it happens to the scoliosis and I have mild scoliosis so it may not even be fixable because of the scoliosis and the only thing for mild scoliosis that I can do is surgery um but it's minor or mild so surgery would be uh over the top regarding yeah so basically um uh, gotta keep working out <laughs> which is fine by me and I've been doing better physically because of that just just again I guess the mental aspect is kind of faltering in that sense like I said up and down it's the body the thought of body dysmorphia you know that's I'm experiencing that for the first time so it's very eye-opening experience too I've never again never experienced that before so I didn't know it could be very it could linger in your thought process for a while so yeah as you guys can tell in a decent spot we love to see it I hope you guys are doing the same and once again I usually have a quick break here but I'm in the mood to continue what I'm gonna talk about so yeah um have and have podcast this is the light first lighthearted part catching up with y'all because we're best friends now y'all <laughs> and here we go with the more personal more opinionated subjective part of the podcast so let's have fun all right okay so uh i was talking earlier talking about how i've been facing some heavier emotions and been facing some disrespect and how i'm not trying to tolerate disrespect this year this really has brought up boundaries those boundaries that you set with people um how close you are with them how far apart are you from them what could be said what can't be said what can you do what can't you do and looking back at it just overall topic of boundaries is very important and very insightful and very necessary in order to making a lot of friendships work those relationships that you have need boundaries without any boundaries people can walk over you disrespect you use you 
have such a negative impact on your life that it is very important to make sure that you have those. And yes, you can create those boundaries as you should, but there are ways and means to getting that done that are good and bad. More good than bad, of course, because you always need to respect yourself, you know, know your worth. So setting those boundaries are, are a good way to allow that to come to fruition. So yeah, um, for people that don't know or are, are sorry, <laughs> struggling with the concept or haven't experienced it as much, boundaries, it's in the name, it's, it's like borders, limits, caution, like caution tape for where you can go, what you can do with people. Some people have a lot of mental boundaries. You can say certain things to them or you can't. People may open up to you about certain things, a certain level of personal things, and you may go over that. And you may go beyond that, which in that sense is bad because you're overstepping or crossing said boundaries, you know? So it is very important to have that communication with someone so you know what the boundaries are and where they stand. Because it differs depending on the person. Depending on the person, you could talk about whatever. Anything radical, cancelable, objective, subjective, whatever it is. Bam. You'll be fine. There's, you have very much a lot of leeway to fuck around and find out. With some people, those boundaries are way more boxed in. Less room to fuck around and find out. You'll be finding out more so than fucking around, you know? <laughs> so, it really depends on the person. Depends on what you want in a friend. Depends on how close you are with said person. And, yeah. When it comes to those boundaries, again, they can make or break the relationship. Um, the amount of trust you have in a friend, a companion, an acquaintance, what you uh, what you can do around them, you know? Because once you overstep or break someone, not break, or cross someone's boundaries, then they're that window of opportunity, that ability to do certain things, it gets smaller, or the boundaries, there are more boundaries up, you know, so you can say, you can't say as much, you'll say less, um, it's a struggle to be able to get certain things out, because with some people, you'll feel like you're walking on eggshells, or you Every move you make, you have this caution, or it makes you question yourself, or you have to think, oh, how will they, you know? Because I've had to do, I've had to do that before. There are people where I've, I've been around where I was like, I'll say one thing, and as soon as my mind, I was like, did it take it the wrong way? Uh, can I say that? Maybe I should have worded it differently, you know? <laughs> like, just so you don't um, cross those boundaries, you know? Making sure you ask the right questions 
or the right amount because if you ask too many questions that could be crossing boundaries if you ask a too personal question too personal other question that's crossing boundaries you know like it's very there's a lot of things that can go wrong in something that is so important <laughs> but if you get it right wow wow you you have that trust in the person you practically know the person pretty well then if you know what to say to them when to say it and how to say it and why to say it you know because it also relates to the person's experiences too because again how well you know the person if you know the person well enough where that they've talked to you about past experiences past relationships the past just overall you see their boundaries and you see that there are a lot of boundaries but that's the point you see them so you know them well you know the boundaries you can work your way around them and you know help them help you and it works on the opposing end too if you're just getting to know someone and everyone has a past you have way larger room for error <laughs> if you don't play it safe of course and then it depends on the rate of the friendship relationship companionship etc etc because you could cross those boundaries randomly you can create a lot more opportunities negative opportunities in that sense because a lot of trying to get to know the person is you know asking those questions seeing what they like, what they want to do, how they are, favorite color, favorite movie, etc., etc. And the more, you know, the more you get to know that person, the more intrusive, not the best word, but works, personal, the questions can get. And... That is the risk you can run with just anyone. You get to know them more. You ask more things. You do certain actions. Uh, there's a chance that you can cross those boundaries. So, yeah, it's just very key aspect into making it work um but it always falls back to communication communication at the end of the day will be your best friend into making this work so when it comes to <clears throat> communication <laughs> and the boundaries it's establishing them First, the sense of self, the self-respect, the self-worth, acknowledging the things you want and don't want. Like for some people, you know, the respect-disrespect thing, if you disrespect someone, they could perceive that as crossing a boundary. Again, either just due to the, what they want their past experiences or just how they perceived that topic overall you know so it really depends on the sense of self and how comfortable you are with 
you know who you are? Yes. And the more sense of self that you have in you, the more you're able to set up those boundaries and the better you can surround yourself with people that won't or will rarely overstep those. You feel? Yeah. So, it really is insightful to have that knowledge of yourself before setting up walls, setting up boundaries, setting up anything that involves your emotional and mental self. Like, I wouldn't, I would have a lot more trouble being able to know what I don't and do like if I haven't, you know, taken the time to understand, again, what I don't or do like, you know? So, all those experiences that I've had with people, friendships, companions, relationships, acquaintances, all has really helped me out in understanding what I want, what I don't want, and it's helped me create those boundaries. Those boundaries. So now, you have a general idea of how to find those boundaries that people may or may not cross. It's about establishing them, you know? Again, communication, trial and error. You can always let people know beforehand of what can be said, what can't be said. They can choose to follow or not. You can always, again, communicate what they can do or can't do. Um, If they do overstep and they wouldn't have known, you can bring it up, communicate with them, and be like, please don't do it again. I understand if you didn't know beforehand or or possibly still comprehending because I just said it. Just don't let it happen again. You know, it's like, it, it could be that simple if people communicate. And what I've also learned is about the explaining yourself part of it. Because people, and I used to be one of these people, would want these explanations about, Oh, how did I make you uncomfortable? Oh, how did I disrespect you? Nah, I, if they interpreted it as that, there's no need to break it down like a child. Disrespect is disrespect all over, you know? <laughs> there's no, like, five stages of um, uncomfortability or five stages of disrespect, you know? Like, it's all the same. You disrespect someone, and they gotta feel it. You made someone uncomfortable, and they're gonna distance, you know? Or they're going to feel what they feel. So I definitely learned my lesson there. Because, again, I've I've tried um, asking for those explanations. But that leads to a lot of invalidation, you know. And you don't want to invalidate people's feelings. People's feelings, opinions... No matter how much you agree or disagree with them, gotta at least respect the feelings and opinions. Or even if you don't, like, acknowledge them, and but don't, like, be disrespectful to them, you know? Like, you can't... Like, you trying to ask for an explanation is you trying to explain to yourself why this was said and why that was, you know, why that was done... When at the end of the day, it led to someone feeling disrespected and you overstepping boundaries. You feel me? Like, does that make sense, y'all? You know, like, you 
you could do more damage by invalidating and asking those questions. You could be overstepping even more those boundaries by rebringing up a topic that could have been traumatized. See, I'm learning more about the mistakes I did through this, so this is very insightful, y'all. Like, thank you. Um, yes. Uh, <laughs> calling myself out here, but I'm not perfect, so who gives a damn? <laughs> like, yeah. Communication. It's very hard, too, though. Communicate. Like, it's so necessary, but it's very hard, especially for those topics. I'm not, I'm not cutting slack on the people who can't respond to text messages, but, like, <laughs> for, like, stuff like this, it is, it takes a lot of willpower and a lot of energy to bring stuff up like this because people are judgy, bro. Like, if I were to bring up some of my boundaries and some of the things I don't like, I feel like people would be like, well, why don't you like that, you know? Of course I'll clap, not clap back, but of course I'll respond and be like, and give him the reasoning, but it's so unnecessary, like, I don't like shit, do I, why do I have to explain why I don't like it? And then, this is like a, a digressing rant, but it's just like, I feel like if I were to do the same people would show more emotion than me because I know it's that's not worth my time and it's not necessary and it could just be done just like that but I feel like some people would be anal about it you know which sucks the reciprocation it's cool it's cool when they do it but it's not what I do so you know it's like <sighs> Yeah, so, yeah, just, it is very tough to speak up for those boundaries and for those moments, because it can be very traumatic, very heavy, emotionally, a lot of people don't want to deal with that, you know, or not, not deal with that, or, because that's a very rude way to say it not relive it, you know, because storytelling, the memories, it's tough, it's tough, and, you know, some people notice that, and some people don't, because I've, again, I've, I've had to explain myself multiple times about traumatic experiences, or people have reached out about certain experiences and I've had other friends like apologize like I'm sorry that my friend was bringing that up because I know that day was very dramatic for you and I'm like totally understand it's all good again those boundaries be very loose for me because again I'm a chill dude <laughs> I didn't know you were chill like that <laughs> um yeah it's not that big of a deal especially if I don't acknowledge it you know, because I can joke around about it now, because that's one way to cope. Or if I've fully moved on from it, that's just how I see it, you know? Because there's lessons to everything, even with joking around about those type of moments. So, yeah. Again, all our boundaries are different there's a different level there's different levels to our shit you know with a lot of shit but with also not a lot of shit which is something I'll talk about some other time cause I could rant all about that cause mmm mmm traumatic experiences yeah, <laughs> not ideal. All right, <laughs> all right. I guess to recap, know yourself, love yourself, so you can express yourself and not have people knock you down and push you around for that, you know? 
being able to set up those boundaries so you can surround yourself with the right people and you know separate from the people that are draining you of your lively energy communicate the boundaries of course because not everyone knows everything about you of course there's common sense but common sense is not that common it's very different to everyone so please communicate you know, also you don't have to explain yourself but just please communicate yes um and yeah it's a trial and error process you may gain some people along the way you may lose some people along the way but everything happens for a reason so you'll be finding the right people if you set up the right bound the right boundaries and you're on a stickler about it and yeah love <laughs> Because I love y'all. Because thank you for listening and hearing me rant. I feel like it's another episode where I'm not making sense. But let's not invalidate my opinions. Let's not. So I hope you guys have learned something. If not, there's always next episode. Or you can always ask other people about this topic because it is a topic known by a lot of people. Different wavelengths of it. Um, so I hope you enjoy. hope you had a fun time. Stay healthy. Balance life and work and school because it's being mad stressful. Get some sleep. Stay hydrated. Eat. Relax. Love you. Episode 25. 25. 25 of the Half and Half Podcast. It is your boy, Jeremiah Hargraves, signing out. Peace.